Happy November and happy Tuesday. It is really great to be here with you today. I am Melissa. I am the CEO and founder of A Yogi Kitchen. Welcome to Off the Mat. This is where we come together and we talk about the practices that we do in yoga, the asana practice, the meditation practices, the the pranayama, the breathwork practices that translate to help us be who we are better. So be better parents, be better partners, be better coworkers. And it's all those little lessons that you learn on the mat, um, like patience, like um, learning how to stretch and fill your entire space instead of playing small because yoga consistently asks you to be in poses and really extend and lengthen and how that translates into our life off the mat. So I'm really happy to be here. It's November, which is exciting. Uh, We just are leaving my favorite time of year, so it's also a little bit sad for me. And today we're going to be talking about what November looks like, and um, it's our grief and gratitude month. So we'll be talking a lot about that all month. Okay, we're back, and um, it's November, which is exciting, and also a little overwhelming. Uh, For me personally, September and October are my favorite months of the year. And the fact that it's already November makes me a little sad. And then also, this is the month where, you know, things start to speed up. We're getting ready for the holidays. Um, Hanukkah is super early this year. It's actually the, it starts the first night of Hanukkah is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So that's a lot for our family. Um, In fact, (laughs) We're going to do, we're going to combine them. We're going to do Thanksgiving and um, Hanukkah together on that Sunday. And then my kids and my ex can go see his mom for Thanksgiving. So we get to do, you know, everyone for the holidays. And um, my kids get to have two Thanksgivings and a Hanukkah. So that makes it a good weekend. Um, Also that weekend, as long as we're talking about that weekend, it's, uh, I think it's November 27th is the Saturday. I think that's right, of that week. And we're going to do a grief and gratitude workshop. So I think I'm calling it something like healing grief for families or something like that. Um, And I'm really excited about this because it is going to, we're going to do at the end of the month, but all month long, we're working on grief and gratitude. And I really want to encourage you um, to join us as often as you can. We'll be talking about grief and gratitude in regular yoga classes. We're going to practice poses all month long that help you open your heart um, to both grief and gratitude. Because what happens when we have losses, and a lot of us have had some huge losses this last couple years, um, specifically pandemic stuff. But I I swear it was like 20, was it 2018 or 2019? It just seemed like everyone had something big. Like I think it was 2018 because that was my big year. Um, My dad died. My aunt died. A good friend from college died. And then right before that, my partner uh, had lost someone huge in his life. And um, it felt like at the same time, other people were losing family members. um, People were losing their jobs. People were like, we can't keep our house. We have to downsize. It just seemed like everyone I knew was going through really big stuff in 2018. So in this last two years have been more of that. Um, 2020 was especially hard. Um, and, And 2021 continues to be 
a difficult year or a difficult time. So I just, I thought grief and gratitude is so perfect and it, it brings together some of the old and some of the new. And I, I really like this. This is my 20th year of teaching. And so I felt like, oh, this is a great time to kind of start some new traditions, bring back some of the old ones. So for um, maybe the first seven years, eight years that I taught, we focused on gratitude in November. That's a really obvious time to focus on gratitude. You know, everything. And I I like the idea that it's not something we just talk about for the hour that we're in yoga class, but that everything you're doing in your life is sort of reminding you about thankfulness and and gratitude and gratefulness. Um, You know, even if it's you're reading an article about a new way to roast your turkey, in the back of your head, you know, you're still kind of thinking, well, it's Thanksgiving. Thanks. You're, you know, we're giving thanks. And so it's just this constant reminder everywhere you look, all the magazine articles, all the Pinterest stuff, all the commercials, you know, when you talk to friends or family, hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And everyone's thinking right now, like, can we have family Thanksgiving? Do we need to keep it small again this year? So it's constantly in our, um, in our consciousness this month. So I thought, well, what a perfect time to do some big poses that help us connect to gratitude. And I guess the word, the phrase is count our blessings. Um, It's a great time to like say, hey, focus on it this month, but let's continue the practice throughout the next year. And then the other, like, oh, I guess I haven't been doing it maybe the last six or seven years. I um, have been maybe a little bit more than that. Maybe it's been eight or nine years. I've been teaching grief workshops in the fall. And I used to pair up with um, a really awesome uh, hypnotherapist and social worker. And I would cook and do yoga. And she would teach the, the science of how the brain works and around grief and talk about some of the, the social issues around grief and um, do some hypnotherapy with people. And it was a really great workshop that we taught for quite a while. And then since then, it's just every fall, I usually focus on grief. We do grief journal uh, challenge. We've done that a couple of years in a row. And I just thought, you know what, let's go ahead and go back to teaching a workshop. And then I thought, what if we taught grief and gratitude together? So here's what I know is when you are in pain, when things feel really big, in addition to whatever else you're doing, therapy, whether it's group therapy, like with a therapist or a group therapy like AA or Al-Anon for addiction issues, uh, you go to a sexual abuse support group, which I did for years and years, whatever it is that you're doing, in addition to doing it, to doing that big work, focus on gratitude and it helps you do the work so much better. Like it just helps everything you're learning about who you are, about whatever issue you may be having, whether it's an anxiety diagnosis or PTSD or addiction, it helps it move from your head into your heart and through your body. And so it just, it's one of the the best ways, I think, and also one of the faster ways to help you synthesize all the information. (coughs) Excuse me, big cough. So I just wanted to come on today and let you know about that. Um, Let you know that we're going to be doing some focusing on gratitude and moving through grief, but not necessarily putting it behind us, but moving through the grief uh, this month. 
And um, we're going to do it in like all of our classes, all of our meditations, but then we'll also do uh, the workshop uh, the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend is when we'll do it because it's a perfect time to do it for a lot of reasons. Gratitude's really in the forefront, but also there's a really good chance you've got family around and it's a great time to have the conversations about grief and gratitude. And so sometimes those conversations um, are, hey, remember when... Aunt Dorothy used to make that spaghetti and man, it was so good. And if you walked in the kitchen, tried to get a taste, she'd like smack your hand. And that, that's a real memory of mine. Um, and there's a lot of gratitude around that memory. Like I miss her, but also there's a lot of gratitude around that memory. And that's when families sit around and we're talking about the people who've been in our lives in the past. Um, so anyway, that's where I am with that. We're going to do a bunch, a bunch of that work during all the yoga classes, but especially we're doing a class called uh, Restorative Yoga on Sunday evenings, one of my favorite classes of the week to teach. In fact, Sunday is my favorite day. Sunday morning, I teach a class that just a lot of people I really enjoy teaching come to class. So it'd be lovely to have you join us for so Slow Flow Sunday mornings at 10 Central Time on Zoom. And then Sunday evenings, I teach Restorative at 7 p.m., and I don't know why it is. I never thought to do this. For years and years and years, I taught restorative yoga on a Thursday evening. But Sunday evening is such a lovely time. It just helps you end the weekend and shift your energy to move into, if you're a nine to five or Monday through Friday person, into your work week. And it's just, it's really pleasant. It's it's very comforting, especially now that it's getting darker earlier. And it just feels like in my house, it's very cozy. I light some incense, I play some music quietly, and then I teach. And it just feels very comforting. Um, and I'm really grateful for that time. So that's, um, that's Sundays. And we're going to come back this Sunday for uh, all the Zoom classes. And we're doing all Zoom now, no more yoga in the park. So that's exciting. So I wanted to um, suggest that you do a super simple gratitude practice. So I know this is very cliche, but it also is really, really helpful is I would say every morning. So if you really want, if you're not a big person who, if you're not a person who likes to journal and journaling's not a big practice for you, um, I would still suggest you journal because it's also the next best way to move through things and to help you um, heal, basically. Um, so get up in the morning and just write a list. And you decide maybe today, I'm going to write a, a list every morning and it's going to be five things I'm grateful for or three things I'm grateful for or 15 things I'm grateful for. A million years ago, I took this awesome... Um, journaling class with this wonderful woman named Iris Craver, who is actually on uh, Facebook. She has a Facebook page about journaling and healing. And I used to teach a writing class with her for people in recovery. And um, when I took this workshop with her, I think it was called Journaling to the Self. Uh, when I took this workshop, she made us write a hundred things. Like we got, I don't know, like 20 minutes or something to write a hundred things you're grateful for. And it was like crazy because then you start like after the initial things, like I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for having a warm house. I'm grateful for, you know, whatever the work I do, all the things that you're grateful for. Then you get to a place where you're like, oh, well, there's 10. I still got 90 to go. Like what the heck? 
and you start thinking, I'm grateful for my toothbrush. I'm grateful for you to start writing because you're not really supposed to think about it so much. You're just supposed to write it. And then you get to this place where you're like, you know, I am really grateful for my toothbrush. Like it sounds really ridiculous, but yeah, I'm really happy. I have a toothbrush that I get to use every morning, noon, and night. Like I am grateful for that. And then you really start to connect with the gifts in your life. So I suggest, I encourage you, I, uh, I don't know what the next word is, but I encourage, invite you, there you go, <laughs> to, um, to start writing a gratitude list. So if you're someone who doesn't like to journal, maybe just say five items a day. And maybe as soon as you wake up, you're just going to grab it off the bed, the nightstand and um, write your gratitude list. If you're someone who gets some stuff out of journaling, like it's an enjoyable process for you and it is worth it to do it until it becomes an enjoyable process to you. Journaling changes your brain. And I have recently been journaling on the computer and scientists know, research shows, there's a very big difference in the healing that happens and in the brain activity between when you type on a computer in a journal and when you put pen to paper and write. And really the biggest healing and the biggest um, work is the pen to paper. When you put pen to paper in journal, your brain has a different process than when you're typing on a, on a computer and um, it helps it helps you process and heal faster and better. So um, if you are someone who does find a lot of value in journaling, I invite you, encourage you, um, suggest that you maybe do some morning pages. So morning pages is just when you wake up, you grab your journal. I mean, you can pee and get your coffee if you want to first, but sometimes it's really nice just to kind of roll over and grab it and then just write. And you just decide how long you're going to write for. I'm going to journal for 10 minutes every morning. And then your subject is gratitude. And it can be today I'm grateful for, and maybe you just name one thing, but then you talk about why you're grateful for it. Or you know, I'm so grateful for this. And, and I remember my mom was really grateful for this thing also. And maybe that's your conversation you're having with yourself. And we'll have some uh, journal prompts this month, um, some grief journal prompts and some gratitude journal prompts that I'll put out there on social media. So that's sort of what's going on. Again, I encourage you to uh, come to yoga, do some poses that help you connect with where you are in your grief process. And we all have grief. We all have grief work to do because grief isn't just about someone dying. And even if, like my brother died 20, oh, it's been almost 30 years now. Yeah, no, it has been 30 years. Is that right? 30 years, my brother died. And still, December 7th, sometimes catches me off guard where I'll feel like really edgy or really angry or really sad. And I'm like, what is going on with me? And I could be doing something crazy fun. And I'm like, I just, am, I'm not feeling it today. And I have no idea why. And then later I'll see the date and I'm like, oh, that's why. Um, so there's always grief work to be done and you never leave grief work behind. Like you are always, I'm always going to grieve my brother. I'm always going to grieve my dad and my aunt. When I think of them, there may be times where I can think of them very fondly with lots of love, but there's also going to be times where when I think of them, there'll be lots of pain and sadness, and that's really, really normal. 
And we just think, you know, if it's been 30 years, well, why the heck are you getting sad about this still? And it's just the nature of grieving. So we all have work to do. And so if I, you know, choose this month to kind of focus on grieving around my brother, it's not going to go away, but it is going to shift again. And it's shifted over 30 years. It's probably shifted over 30 times, but it will shift again this year if I choose to work on that. So that's where we are with everything. Um, I, like I said, I haven't updated, or maybe I haven't said this here. I said it in an earlier iteration, but um, I will update the website tonight. Hopefully finish updating it tonight. I started, but the new schedule is on the Facebook page. And that's just a yogi kitchen. You can go search for our business page. Uh, I think I put it out there on Twitter. You can just, again, search for a yogi kitchen. And I should be putting it out there on Instagram either tonight or tomorrow. It's it's all over the place. So go uh, check it out. Mark your calendars. Um, we're also doing a really great series, not series, a great um, workshop called the Joint Freeing Series that I learned from a yogi named Makunda Styles out of somewhere in Colorado. I think Boulder, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, and it's just really great for anyone who has achy joints, which is a lot of us, especially great if you have a reason, if you have a diagnosis for your achy joints like I do. I have arthritis in quite a few places in my body. Um, so it's going to teach us some stabilizing and also just some good joint movement to keep those joints healthy. And I think that's the workshops I'm doing. I feel like there's one I'm forgetting. There's a new class called Big Stretches, and that's a Thursday night class, 7 p.m. We're doing, um, it came about because one of my favorite yogis, my favorite students who's been my student for quite a while now, just ran a marathon. And afterwards I asked, I'm like, is there anything you want to do? And their, their answer was like, I could use some, some big stretching. So we did some big stretching and the people who showed up really loved it. And there was a couple of people who couldn't make it, who were like, oh, you're going to teach that class again. So I just decided, you know what, let's do it every Thursday night. So we're doing that Thursday night, 7 p.m. And then in addition to that regular class, I think it's Monday nights. So Sunday, Monday, Thursday are regular classes. Wednesday and Saturdays have some workshops. Uh, that's what it was. There's a Wednesday, work, Wednesday workshop. It's Wednesday, I think it's 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. And it's called Yoga for Back Health. Um, we're just going to work out the creaky, cranky places. I'll show you some things that you should be stretching. It would be beneficial for you to be stretching on a daily basis. And it's not like you have to get on the mat every day, but when you're at a red light or when you're at your desk, things that you can be doing um, to help your overall back health. Okay, so I'm going to stop babbling. Um, I might have mentioned my partner is out of town and um, I'm alone a lot right now, me and my dog. So I have a lot of words. I hope you are having a fantastic beginning of November. I hope that this is a month full of gratitude and love and we do some healing this month together. Have a great Tuesday.